And we are live. Welcome to Pack Center, your one-stop shop for all things Nevada sports. The number one student-ran sports podcast here at the University of Nevada. I'm your host, Austin Paschke, joined by my co-host, Tyler Seth. Isaiah Burroughs is also on the episode with us as well as we continue Recruit Week. It is the fourth day, getting down to the end now. Um, Trey Coleman, 6'7 forward. Uh, highest recruit of this freshman class, the seventh highest recruit Nevada has seen in basketball, comes from the Hoosier state of Indiana, natural fit for Alfred and company. Trey Coleman is a very, very exciting prospect coming into Nevada. He played mainly down low in high school because given his frame, I mean, he was 6'7", I think he was a little bit on the um, the bigger side as well, around 200, 225, if I should say. But yeah, he mainly played the post in high school. And if he um, works on his shot, I think we'll be able to see him kind of play that post slash wing position. Maybe not to the extent that Zane Meeks was playing when they uh, spread the floor. But if he does work on his shot, I think it's someone that will be able to stretch the floor um, shoot. We'll be able to get down low as well because he definitely knows how to produce. He definitely gets after it on the boards as well. He averaged 15 points, six and a half rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and two steals in his three years playing varsity basketball. Definitely an all-around baller. He can score, he can rebound, and he can really do a little bit of everything else. I like the two blocks and the two steals in there as well, showing that he can play defense at a very high level. Uh, one thing that stood out to me, though, he shot staggering 65% from the field. Absolutely insane numbers. Didn't really shoot the three much. He took only 88 attempts in his three years in varsity from beyond the arc. But he hit 40% of them, so that's a, that's a good sign. He probably has a good strap on him. This is the... Not the only freshman, but I could see him getting immediate minutes right away. That is if he works on his shot a little bit. I think Warren Washington, Robbie Robinson, and KJ kind of have that uh, front court kind of locked up. But if he does work on his shot, I can kind of see him with, the like I said, the Zane Meeks-esque kind of player, kind of shooting the ball a little bit. What did you guys like best about Trey Coleman after watching uh, his film? Tyler, we'll, uh, we'll start with you. Yeah, so I'm going to kind of take the opposite side of this. Seeing how Trey kind of runs the floor and his athletic ability kind of reminds me of a little shorter, a little less athletic, but kind of reminds me of Cam Oliver, someone that can really go coast to coast, grab the rebound, take it down, and slam it down in someone's face. Uh, really like his motor, like we've said on all these guys. Really good. Really good ball handling for his size as well. Definitely can handle the rock and take care of it. Doesn't turn the ball over a ton. And just kind of a good all-around player, like like Austin said. He can really do it all, something of everything. Um, I really like this kid. I think uh, Alfred really likes this kid. I could see him getting a lot of minutes, but um, I think Pack fans really have something to be excited about with Trey. And this starts the um, the Indiana recruiting cycle, I, I should say. There's a lot of, lot of good talent that comes out of Indiana. Obviously, the huge basketball state it is. And... Um, you know, obviously, Alfred has ties there. So I think this is the start of the uh, Indiana train that's going to be stopping through Reno. And we see that with, obviously, the highest recruit in this class. Kind of a surprising, I didn't know this until reading it, the seventh highest recruit Nevada has seen. 
So definitely a lot of hype coming from Trey Coleman. Um, how do you think that's going to translate to on the court? Do you think he's going to get a lot of playing time, or how do you think next year is going to work for Trey Coleman, uh, Isaiah? Yeah, I mean, looking over his ability and his production over those three years at Indiana High School, that is, I really do think he can be an impact contributor from day one. Maybe not as, you know, maybe not as many minutes we saw KJ and Zane get down low last year since they kind of have it locked up, but this can be someone who can really, really grow and really develop from day one with us because, first off, I think he could play the small ball four with us. Despite his six foot six frame, he hauls down rebounds, like you said. He can defend multiple positions down mm-hmm. low. He also has kind of a sneaky ability to post up, get down to the basket, show off a post hook, maybe even a post fadeaway. And I think this kind of speaks to his potential and growth as well. Like you mentioned, Austin, if he can expand his range and maybe hit a three ball a game or so, or maybe even become a somewhat of a threat off the dribble from mid-range territory, he can be a very tantalizing player from as a three, as like a small forward. Yeah. Someone who can do it all, who can score, who can haul in rebounds, who can block shots, who can steal. He can kind of be that all-around glue guy we haven't had for a little while. Oh, I agree. And, and one thing that's um, kind of surprising about Trey is that while he is really, really highly uh, ranked and he was highly recruited – I still think he has a lot of room to grow. I really do think that he has a lot of aspects that he can improve on in his game, which makes me think that, um, you know, Alfred is seeing the future in this kid as well, where freshman year, if he doesn't play as much as maybe he thought or we all thought, granted, he will still get minutes. I know that for a fact. Um, But I think that as he develops his game, come sophomore, even junior year, I think this kid is going to be really something to watch in Lawler. I think this guy is going to really turn some heads. And I, I like what you said. I think he's able to play a lot of positions. We saw that defense come in high school. He'll definitely be able to guard the three, the four. I don't know about the five, but if he, he's definitely he's definitely getting to the point where he is a multi-position player. And um, I like that small ball reference where if we do go small, um, he's definitely able to crash the boards and help out on the offensive end down low. I think this kid's going to be something special. What did you see from Trey in his um, highlights or just doing some research on him that you really enjoyed, Isaiah? Yeah, one of the things is what Tyler mentioned. His athleticism kind of just kind of jumped off the page or the screen for me for that matter. He, As soon as he grabs a rebound and hits the outlet pass, he sprints. He's going up the yeah. floor. He kind of has that that stride of, I don't know if you guys watched JaVale McGee on the floor. I know he gets clowned upon and stuff, but he's a hustler and right. he up the floor and he like in a matter of two or three seconds, he's on the other end of the floor posting up and trying to catch a lob. And I think Coleman kind of does the same thing just at a much smaller size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for that matter, when they get in the half court set, you'll see him posting up every once in a while, calling for the ball down low and shooting, you know, post hooks and anything soft and underneath and getting buckets that way. So the thing that I want to see most is can he be able to really put the ball on the floor on a consistent basis, show off a jump shot or two or something off the dribble to really keep the defense off guard. Definitely. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I think that's something that he'll be able to work on as the years go on. That's why I think that not only can he contribute now, but I think in the future, um, this dude is going to be very, very scary down low. As some of these other players kind of leave in the future, these front court players, 
Um, he's definitely going to be able to shoulder that load once um, we turn to him. And he's going to be our front court, I think, guy that's going to we're going to kind of go to. But we'll go to the, his positions more or less. Tyler, wh- what position do you kind of see him playing um, in the silver and blue? Do you think he's going to be kind of a positionless guy? Or where, where do you see him kind of slotting our team? Yeah, I think just because of his not only size but athleticism, I think like we've all been saying, it kind of allows him to play multiple positions and then guard as well multiple positions. For me, I kind of like him uh, more at the kind of like the four position uh, than the three just because we really haven't seen that outside ability yet. Uh, If he does kind of start to develop more of that outside game, I could definitely see him being slotted in kind of as a three guard. But for right now, just because of he's kind of that bigger athletic guy, I'd really love to see him at the four kind of posting up, uh, getting big down low, and then really locking up on defense um, as well. Oh, yeah, and I, to- I totally agree. Um, he's going to be someone that can play positionless basketball. That is for sure. Isaiah, what are the chances that he starts or at least becomes the sixth man next year coming off the bench? I would say, would it be reasonable to say maybe 45 to 50%? Definitely. He can become a six-man starting role. Yeah. Because I, I think he can slot right into what Tyler was saying. Depending on what Alford and the rest of the coaching staff envisions for him mm-hmm. he can kind of be a small baller four or he can kind of back up robbie robinson on the wing at the three right so i don't know exactly from day one what his specific role is going to be but i think as he grows and matures and gets into his body he can become what we've been saying all along this kind of positionless player you may even be able to see him kind of run that point forward role and become a three or a solidified three or someone who can just bring it down low and have that small ball four. So it's kind of exciting. It's it's actually really exciting to see the capabilities for what Coleman has for our team overall. Oh, I agree. And if we know one thing about Alford, he's going to give his guys playing time and he's going to give them uh, an opportunity to really show themselves as a, uh, a young player and see what they can do. Like you said, throwing them into the mm-hmm. fire and uh, seeing what these guys can do. This dude has a lot of confidence, though, and that is something that we really like to see. While he might not be the best three-point shooter in this class, we all asked him the same question during the interviews about a three-point contest with Coach Alford, and he said he could beat him. And uh, he, I think his quote was, did they even have a three-point line (laughs) when Alford played? So that was pretty funny in his interview. Um, But this guy has confidence, man, and uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do um, not only in his freshman year, but like I've been saying down the road, I think this guy is going to be a really big piece to this Nevada basketball team. Yeah, but without further ado, we will dive straight into the interview. Um, it's a good one, man. It's a really good episode. We dive into why he chose Nevada, um, what's surprising about Nevada, and ultimately, um, you know, his abilities on the court and obviously that question with him and Coach Alford was pretty funny as well. So stay tuned for that interview. Um, We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to PAC Center. This is the fourth day of Recruit Week, and we are honored to say we have the one, the only, Trey Coleman on the podcast today. Trey, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. Of course. 
So let's start from the very beginning. A lot of basketball, a lot of athletes have, you know, whether it's a professional athlete or someone just in their family, they have someone that influenced them to get started in the sport. Uh, how did you get started in basketball? Really my brothers, uh, when we were growing up, there was a court uh, right by the house. We always went there and we played, and they was really the, my inspiration to play basketball. Definitely. And then fast forward a little bit to your high school you did very, very well in high school, to say the least. I mean, 16.7 rebounds. I mean, throughout your high school career, you averaged that. You were very nice on the defensive side of the ball as well. Shot nearly 70% of uh, from the field your senior season. What do you think was the secret to all the success in high school? Really just uh, the people I had around me. They, they really pushed me to keep working, like such as my mom and my brothers and stuff. And I just stayed in the gym and just, you know what I'm saying, just time occupied yeah now looking at the transition to college uh where do you self see where do you see yourself playing because some people say you're more of a down low block player some say you'll be more of kind of a wing player uh what position do you see yourself playing when you put on a nevada jersey i see myself playing the wing for sure um in high school i played down in a block because i was obviously the tallest one but i see myself playing the wing Gotcha. For sure. And then you held offers from schools like Nebraska, Akron, Murray State, uh, a couple others as well. What factored in uh, to eventually kind of draw you in to want to play for Coach Alford in Nevada? Really, uh, how where he's, where he's came from. I know he's a good coach, and he's from Indiana, of course, and uh, we um, really clicked well, and I like how Nevada's their play style, and I like, like how he coaches. And I've always really wanted to come out west ever since I was in middle school. Definitely. And then, well, speaking about West, a lot of people come to Nevada, they visit Nevada, and they often realize they might have had a little bit of a different idea of what Nevada actually looks like or what it is. Um, what was one thing that kind of surprised you when you took your visit here to Reno? It was really how beautiful the campus was. I, I didn't really expect that. I didn't think uh, it was, I didn't, it had that much to it, really. Uh, when I went there, I was just, I had in my mind the biggest little city or something like that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, that's all I was just looking, looking forward to, just seeing what it was really about. Definitely. Yeah, and then we understand your older brother, Jaden, has some college basketball experience. He currently plays right. for Parkland College, correct? No, he um, plays for Nebraska Southeast. Oh, oh Nebraska right. Southeast now. Perfect. Uh, is there any tips or words of advice he's given you to help with that transition from high school to college? Of course, just stay in the gym mostly. He just, he just says keep grinding, like never get left behind. And you were named the to the 2020 Indiana All-Star team. That was also, well, first, congratulations on that. But that was also an honor that Coach Alfred and Coach Neal had during their high school days in Indiana as well. Um, what does it mean to you to kind of, one, follow in their footsteps, and two, just to win a, a prestigious award like this in general? I mean, it feels good. Uh, something I talked about coming into high school, I wanted to accomplish uh, leaving. And all my friends, I know everybody on the team, and we've all talked about it, and that's what we've wanted. And then, obviously, you said it, and we know as well, Coach Alfred and Neil have strong ties. Pretty much a lot of the basketball team has strong ties to Indiana and kind of where you're from. Um, How does that help not only, like, the recruitment side of things, but also, like, when you're starting to play with them or play for them, I should say, how will that kind of help uh, your connection with them? Uh, I feel like they know what I'm about. They know what uh, Indiana basketball is about. So I, I feel like they're do well coaching me. And them being from Indiana really helped my mom like feel safe, sending me off all the way there. 
And uh, I know, I mean, we're both West Coast kids, me and Tyler. Um, you're coming to a West Coast town. Kind of explain the difference between, you know, Indiana, basketball in Indiana's life. So explain the difference of what basketball kind of means for people in Indiana rather than people, you know, in the West Coast who don't kind of take it as seriously or as life, you know, as you guys do. Yeah, uh, in basketball in Indiana is just really different. Like, you can ask, you can ask a lot of people, it's just really different over here. Uh, people live and breathe basketball. People look forward to going to the games and, even in, even if it's not even a good game, people come people come out. People people love basketball around here. Definitely, you used to play in front of a crowd, then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you have a pretty well-rounded game, as we kind of talked about. But what's one thing that you want to focus on your game specifically uh, when you get to step on campus? Really, uh, create my shot off the dribble is what I really want to focus on. And then uh, one thing you don't have to work on, or at least from our perspective, is defense. I mean, you're averaging at least two blocks and, like, I think, what was it, two steals or something um, yeah. per game. Uh, it's, where does that defensive motor come from? Uh, it really started in middle school. Uh, my AU coach, he told me, um, even if your offensive game is, like, because it's not going to always be clicking. So your, your defensive game always can. Definitely. Well, and then what do you think the strongest part of your game is right now? I'd say probably finishing, finishing at the basket. Definitely. Uh, who is that one NBA player? Everyone always has it. Who's that one NBA player that you kind of look up to or kind of mold your game after a little bit? Paul George. Ooh, Paul George. Why is that? Because I just really love how he plays. I've always loved how he plays. I always watch his mixtapes, and I really try to imitate his moves. Nice. And then, uh, obviously, we're living in kind of a crazy time right now. What have you personally been doing to kind of pass the time during this quarantine? Uh, play a lot of Fortnite. Play a lot of <laughs> on my PS4. You try out Warzone at all? Yeah, I, I actually did try that probably like last week. I played it a couple games. A little different than Fortnite, I would say. Yeah, it is. Still fun, though. I tried, I tried to build, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> right, you get shot once and try to build. All right, um, for Nevada basketball, though, what have you guys, um, have you guys been able to do any, like, Zoom meetings, or, like, what, what's the plan for you guys coming on campus? Because I know this is all kind of up in the air, just craziness right now. Yeah, right now, it's just really up in the air. Uh, they sent us some workouts to do at home and stuff, but uh, right now, it's just up in the air. I think they're going to find out pretty soon when we can come. Gotcha. And then, kind of as we wrap this up here... So we uh, we all know that Alfred and Neil both played Indiana State high school basketball in the '80s. If you were living in the '80s and had to go up against Coach Alfred or Coach Neil, do you think you could take them both one on one? I believe so for sure. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they can handle my wings. Yeah, Coach <laughs> Alfred still to this day set, claims he's the best shooter in the gym. So yeah, I don't even think they had a uh, three point line. <laughs> back when he played yeah seriously <laughs> alrighty Trey I think that's it from us man I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and we're uh, I know us and the fans are really excited to see you play next year yeah very excited to come awesome thank you thank you